Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for a good day. Yes, this is a good day. And I thank God for your life. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song by Don Moem titled, You Make Me Lie Down in Green Pastures. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Indeed, we can boldly declare that the Lord is our shepherd. And as the psalmist says that we want for nothing, we lack for nothing because our good shepherd is the greatest giver ever. He's the greatest giver. God is a giver. Hallelujah. And so this morning, beloved, I bring you this word of encouragement to remind you, to encourage you that our God, your God, he's a giver and he'll give unto you everything that you need. Hallelujah. You know, one of the greatest fear of all people, both rich and poor, young and old, is the fear of lack. The fear of having a need of something that they cannot get or they don't have and cannot seem to find a way to, to get it. You know, the fear of lack or lack in itself is a source of grief to many people. And it's also a source of greed because of fear of lack. People become also, people also become very greedy that they grab all things and they take more than they actually need. Many, many worries and anxieties in this life come from the place of the fear of lack. First of all, the fear of anything that God Word God's word says is a snare. To have fear of anything, according to the word of God, is a snare. A fear is a snare, and fear is limiting. Fear doesn't make you think right. When you are afraid, you, you don't think right. Fear is oppressive, but beloved, faith and right believing is liberating and constructive, because faith helps you to see a way when there's even no way, and because you see a way, you'll be able to have faith to create a way because you see it in your mind amen your mind captures it so you will see and find a way out of it or into it your mind will be able to conceive ideas to make a way because you have faith but when you when you don't have faith when you have faith you close up and you can't get anything from that 
In the book of Second Kings, chapter four, verse one to seven, Bible says the so certain woman of the wives of the prophets who came to Elisha, the prophet, crying, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor has come to take my two sons for me to be slaves. And Elisha said to her, What can I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? And she said, Your handmaiden has nothing at all except a little pot of oil. And he said, Go, borrow vessels, empty bowls and cans from all your neighbors, empty vessels, borrow a lot. And when you are coming, shut the door behind you and your sons and begin to pour the oil into the vessels and you shall set them aside as they get full. So the Bible says she went from him and shut the door upon her and her sons who had brought the vessels to her and started pouring. And it came to pass that when the vessels were all full, that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said that there's not any more empty containers. And the oil then stopped. Then she came to the man of God and he said to her, go, sell the oil and pay thy debt and live you and your children of the rest. You see, most of the time, your breakthrough is closer than you think. In the eyes of this woman, she had nothing. She saw nothing. She had nothing. You know, and that is the pressure of the debtor. When somebody owes, that is the, the pressure you have on your mind, that you have nothing. The pressure of poverty. Sometimes poverty is not just being poor or not having, but sometimes it, it even becomes a mentality where we think poor, where we behave poor, where it doesn't matter how much we have, we still think we are poor. It's a mentality. Sometimes it comes from years of lack or maybe just an experience that brings you into that mood. Now, this woman obviously had a poverty mentality because she had been poor for a long time. It looks like her husband, they were poor. She and her husband they were poor before he died because he went borrowing. So she had received a poverty mentality, which will always tell you that you have nothing. Poverty and lack begins in the mind. And so I pray for you this morning that may God deliver you from the spirit of poverty, the thinking of poverty, the idea that you are poor. Amen. Because you are not poor. You are not poor at all. I'm telling you, you are not poor. If God be your father, then you are not poor because he owns the cattle upon a thousand hills. Our God is a rich God. He has more than enough to give. And so if you are of God, beloved, you are not poor. You cannot be poor. Amen. Now, this woman's financial problem was such that she couldn't see a solution. But the solution to her financial problem was right within her house. It just needed the power and the blessing of God upon her and that which she had to bring about the multiplication. Deuteronomy 8, 18 says that, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that gives you the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto your fathers, as it is today. That power that the Bible is talking about, it's talking about ability. It's talking about the grace, the gifting. But everything God has given you is a seed to make more. He has given us the power to create wealth. Your being alive is a seed. Your gifts and talents is a seed. Your profession is a seed. Everything in and around your life can be multiplied or can be used for multiplication to bring wealth. Amen. Now, your being alive, as I said, is 
that greater seed that you have. And so if you're alive, don't say you are poor because you are rich. You may be rich in ideas. You may be rich in the future. So you are definitely not poor. And there's a need, beloved, to recognize what God has given you. That is your solution to wealth. Because every one of us has been given a gift, a talent, an ability. And it is that gift that will enable you to come into your wealthy place. Is that gift. So we, we must recognize the gift and, and put it well, put it together properly, package it well. You see, the woman said, I have nothing except a pot of oil. But by divine direction and work, breakthrough came. And so this is a pattern. Whatever God has given you that is able to bring wealth to you, the first thing is this, that you must have revelation that this thing will work for me. And then you must have direction. Go about it this way. And you must work. Amen. Bible says any man that does not work is worse than an infidel. We must work. God prospering you doesn't mean you won't work. In fact, God said he prospers the work of your hands. So it is whatever you have found doing that God will prosper. God will, cannot and will not prosper that which is just sitting down. No. He may give you a daily bread. He may give a bit more out of you know, kindness and benevolence. But if you want to see true prosperity, especially financial prosperity, then you must work. Amen. You must work with the idea God has given you, with the ability and with the, with the blessing. And you come into a lot, multiple breakthroughs will come. Amen. God is a giver. Psalm 34 verse 9 to 10 says, Oh, fear the Lord, O ye saints. For there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Amen. So those who seek the Lord will not lack. They won't want for any good thing. Hallelujah. This is wonderful. And this is a word that you should take into your heart. That because you have trusted and believed in the Lord, you will want or lack for nothing. You won't want. You won't lack. You won't beg for bread. Hallelujah. God will favor you and God will help you. So Psalm 37 also says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and the Lord delights in his way. Even though he fall, he will not be utterly cast down for the Lord upholds him with his hand. And David says, and I've been young and I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed beg for bread. Hallelujah. He says he's ever merciful and lends and the seed is blessed. His children are blessed. Amen. And so, beloved, you will lack nothing. God will bring you out of the cycle of poverty. Because sometimes we find ourselves in the cycle of poverty. Where we borrow, we pay, we borrow, we pay. That is living in the continual cycle of poverty. And beloved, that is not your portion. God wants you to have more than enough for your life. God has ordained more than enough for your life. You will not lack bread. You will not lack clothing. You will not lack anything. Jesus said, do not worry about what you eat or what you drink or what you weigh. Because God provides these things for the birds of the air and for the flowers in the field. How much more you, so precious, created in the image and after the likeness of God. God will provide for you. God will give you everything that you need. But he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. 
Amen. So seek God and seek the things of God. Seek to the well-being of the house of God and the things of God. And watch God also provide your need. You will not lack anything. Ecclesiastes 9 says that your garment shall always be white and your head will not lack ointment. Your head will never lack the anointing. Hallelujah. God will bless you financially. God will provide for you financially. The wealth of the Gentiles, Bible says, is laid up for the just. And everyone that owes you, beloved, will pay. Because you will not be a debtor to anybody. You will not be in debt. No. You would rather be the one who has. And so when we flip it, whoever also owes you will have to pay. Because God is bringing in home everything that belongs to you. Amen. God sustained the children of Israel in the wilderness for 40 years. They lacked nothing. Nehemiah 9, 21 says that, yes, they were 40 years sustained in the wilderness. They lacked nothing. Their clothes did not become old and their feet did not swell. How amazing is that? As you grow, your clothes are growing with you and your feet becomes short so with the grace of God and the healing power of God that your feet do not swell. Can you imagine walking in the wilderness in this hot desert sun? Their feet were bound to swell, but no, God made it so. So this morning, beloved, I bring you this word. Be encouraged in your heart. For as the Apostle Paul said, my God shall supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He will supply your need. And yes, a time has come that he will even add unto you that which you want because of his great love with which he has loved you. Stay blessed. Have a great day. And know for sure that God will provide. Have a blessed day. Let me pray for your life. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I command the blessing of financial prosperity upon every hearer of this word. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, beloved. If you have not yet given your life to Jesus, you are not saved, this is the most important prayer you ever pray in your life. Pray after me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you, beloved. You are saved. Amen. And prosperity is yours. Share this good word with as many people as you can today. Because somebody is sitting somewhere feeling broke and feeling downcast. But then revelation will bring about that knowledge, that direction to create wealth. Somebody's going to be taken from poverty to riches. God bless you. Have a great day. You are my shepherd. You are my Jesus.